What's up, what's up, people? This is Vince Vega with My Life and My Words. Man, you ever eat a, uh, some tacos or like a burrito or something and you can't get the fucking, the smell of the fucking, the onions or the, or the fucking, the salsa, whatever that, whatever it was, off your fingers? That's what I'm dealing with right now. That's just annoying as hell. I done washed my hands like 20,000 times. All kinds of different fucking scents. Oh, hand sanitizer, all kinds of shit. That shit don't come off, man. I'm fucking, <laughs> that's just bothering me because I can smell it in my hands and I'm just like, damn. That's why I don't even like fucking onion like that, man. Because the smell gets in your hands and you can't fuck in your fingers and you can't get it off. But anyway, welcome to my life and my words, man. Vince Vega checking in. Hopefully everybody's doing good, man. Fourth of July weekend, Fourth of July. And uh, ain't shit going on, man. Because, uh, I got to work the next day. Normally, 4th of July weekend, man, we go all out. Nice barbecue, fireworks, have fun, hang out with the friends and family and shit. But this year, it's low-key. Ain't nobody really said much about no fireworks. I think it's like dry or something going on in Nevada. Or motherfuckers, they just not fucking with it this year. They just not buying fireworks. Uh, I ain't seen nobody on Instagram selling fireworks. I haven't seen nobody barely even been hearing fireworks a little bit. Uh, shit, last year, they, the whole fucking like month of June, May and June, everybody was letting off fireworks, man. This year, it's kind of dry, man. I'm not going to lie. Um, that shit's illegal where I live, but that ain't stopping shit. That ain't stopping a damn thing. It's a whole lot of things illegal in the town where I live, but that ain't stopping a motherfucking thing, especially when there ain't no police around. So, um, But yeah, it's been kind of dry, man. I don't know. I ain't, I, I ain't haven't got no word, no nothing. Seems like people got other shit going on, man. Things are back in action, man. People got to work. It's on a fucking Monday, so that kind of messes things up. I got Monday off. I got to go to work Tuesday. So it's like, who the fuck wants to go all out, party, and do all that, and then have to wake up early the next day? I definitely don't. Them days are behind me, man. I can't stand going to work fucking hungover and feeling like shit and just want to get the fuck out of there. Um I'm in a situation right now where I can't I can't do that shit. I gotta be, you know, I'm the boss right now, so I gotta be, you know, on my on my toes, man. I gotta bring my A game and shit. Um so yeah, man. Uh just wanted to check in with everybody, man, and thank everybody that's been tuning in on and checking out all the latest episodes. Uh if you haven't already, please subscribe. So wherever it is you listen to my podcast, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, the Anchor, wherever you listen to podcasts, if you can subscribe to my podcast, please do. You'll get the notification. It'll let you know every time I drop something. Um, if you have the opportunity to, to comment, please comment. Please rate my podcast. All that good stuff, man. Let me see some action on there. I haven't checked and seen. I don't think I've gotten any comments Um I got to check a couple of different platforms, but if you're able to comment on the platform where you uh, listen to my podcast, please do so. If you're able to rate it, please do so. I appreciate it. If you have any feedback, comment, comment on the, on the, uh, for, on the, whatever platform you listen to my podcast on or hit me on Instagram at Vince Vega 228. Um, let me know what you think, what you uh, suggest or what you want to hear. You know, I appreciate all feedback. You know, I've been getting, I've been getting uh, love. People have been showing me love, so I, you know, I show it right back, man. I appreciate y'all. Everybody sh- sharing their, uh, their feedback. Everybody checking in. Everybody reposting my stuff on Instagram. Uh, so yeah, man, good looking now. But today I want to talk about another, um, 
young man that lost his life too soon. My homeboy, young fucking Pelon, man. Young Pelon, uh, Armando Chavez. Um, I think he was about 19 when he lost his life. And this is this, this, uh, the homie Pelon, man, was a cool dude, man. <laughs> we call him Pelon because that fool, since I've known him since we were young, he always kept his hair hella low. Like super, super low to his scalp. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. That's just how we liked this shit or whatever. And we was all, you know, nobody else, nobody started out really like, you know, rocking the ball cut. You know, we kind of end up just doing that, you know, after going to jail or whatever the case may be. Motherfuckers now, um, you know, forced forced to rock the ball. You know, me, it's by choice, baby, you know. <laughs> but uh, the young homie Pelon always kept his hair real low, had a big head and shit. Um, we used to clown each other, man. Um, he was a cool dude, man. Uh, we, uh, he was a couple years younger than me. Uh, and, uh, I looked at him kind of like a little younger homie. Um, cause he was a couple years younger than me, but the, he also started coming around a little later, a uh, little later and stuff. So, but either way, he was the homie, man. He was my dog. Uh, me and that fool would go at it, man. Like, uh. We would we would always clown each other, man. Clown each other, sig on each other, cap on each other, roast, bag, whatever the fuck you call it. We would do that shit. We were walking around back in those days, man. We were walking around. Uh, if somebody had a car, they would give us a ride or however we, we could. But the majority of times, we're walking from point A to point B. And while we're walking, we're clowning each other, man. We're talking shit about each other's moms about every every outfits fucking our features whatever you could think of and that's why i say he had a big head because i used to get on him about his big ass alien head and shit but uh he was always up for the challenge man so i i, I like that about him man we will go back and forth and uh the homie pelo man was a good dude uh one of the only cats maybe out of my homies that didn't die from violence, didn't die from gun violence. Um, when he died, actually, man, it, should, it fucked me up because I was in jail. I was in the pen. I was locked up in prison, and uh, I called home and found out he had, he was doing bad. And, and then I think I called again, and they told me he died. Um, he was like about 19, maybe 20. I I don't think he was even 20. Um he died in 2000. Um, yeah, I think he was 19. I could be mistaken because I, I wasn't there. I was in the pen. That shit pissed me off. I couldn't be there to see the homie go. Um, he was in the hospital. I still, to this day, don't really know what, what the details were behind it. I know he had some, from what I understand, and without going too deep, he had some uh, heart problems may or may not have been, you know, caused by drug use. And so I, I think, you know, with drug use and the medical, it, you know, his medical problems kind of, you know, added up. And uh, can you imagine that, being a young 19-year-old dude, dude in the hospital with, like, some heart problems and shit? And uh, I guess that that's what killed him, you know, without going, digging too deep, you know. But, but I could tell you this, it definitely wasn't from violence. The homie didn't get killed. Um, he, he so it, that kind of fucked people up right there because um, you don't you're not used to losing young young people like that you know and uh, the homie was a good dude a lot of people had love for the homie Pelon man uh, 
Mondo. I had love for the homie. He was half black and Mexican. Um, it was the coolest, cool dude. So back in the, back in the days, back in the nineties, when Master P and No Limit was big shit, right? Um, me, I'm a I'm a real rap rap head. You know what I'm saying? A real hip hop head and shit. You know. So when Master P, his first shit came out. See, a lot of people don't know Master P when he first got to Richmond. He came out here. You know, he was putting some shit out that was dope. But then when he when No Limit blew up, he started getting all them artists that, you know, and blowing up. And uh, to me, that was trash. That was trash, except for like maybe uh, Mystical and uh, a couple other dudes. But the majority of them was all trash. And this motherfucker loved him some fucking cash money, man. He loved him some Master P and shit. And uh, back in the, in the 90s, there was no streaming. There was no, hey, let me get the aux cord. Hey, 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 put this on YouTube. There was none of that shit. So what we would do is if, if you know, if we had a tape that we liked or a CD that we liked, we would carry that shit with us and bring it with us, especially if uh, if we were going to be riding with somebody, you know. You always be quick, hey, pop this in. Let's hear this shit right here. I'll play this, you know. Um and the motherfuckers would have to ride around with their CD collection, their tape collection and shit. And people, you know, letting you, let me borrow that. Let me borrow this. You know what I'm saying? You never get that shit back. So this motherfucker would always walk around with his Master P fucking tapes and shit. Or his Master P CDs and shit. His No Limit CDs. And I, I used to clown him for that shit, man, because I hated that shit. That shit was trash to me. And uh, and he loved that shit. He was all all about that shit, man. And uh, I couldn't stand that shit at the time because this shit was corny to me. I liked the old school, sh- this older shit, but I didn't like the new shit he was just putting out. And this motherfucker would just like it seemed like anything, no limit. He w- he was on it and shit. So we, you know that would be another you know more ammo for me to clown him about and shit. You know, but he he was he was serious about his no limit man. He would fucking bring them CDs with him everywhere. And you know back then what it was was we would go. Smoke some weed in somebody's car. Smoke some weed in somebody's house. And you had to have a soundtrack. You had to have some music. So we we go to like his cousin's house. We go to his cousin's house and he'd be like, hey, hey, put this CD on. Put this on. i be like, oh, man, here we go with this bullshit, dog. You know? <laughs> here we go with this bullshit, man. But Pelo was a cool motherfucker, man. He seemed like, he seemed like a little um, wiser for his age, you know? Thinking back, looking at pictures and and realizing how young he was when he died, man, it's kind of a little shocking. I knew he was young. I just didn't know he was that young, you know. Like I said, um, the majority of my people that have passed, my homies from my neighborhood, have all been pretty damn young. Pretty damn young, man. They're 20s, you know. Some not even that, you know. So um, rest in peace to Pelon, man. Mondo. Armando P. Chavez, that was the homie, man. I remember on my 18th birthday, um, I thought I was doing big things. Um, shit turned into a disaster. I rented an Embassy Suites hotel room, and uh, we got after a while getting, we got kicked out after a little while. That shit didn't last long. That was a fucking disaster. Bunch of fucking people, bunch of gangbangers and shit. Everybody in there smoking and drinking and hanging out. We got kicked out real quick. And so one of the homies rented us, uh, rented me a hotel room in Richmond. And uh, 
I think like the only fool that was with me was Pelon. And I and I, I say that because I have pictures. There's pictures of me and this fool in the hotel room. Uh, it's a double bed, like a double king, double queen. He's on one bed, I'm on the other bed. We over there smoking hella weed. We're drinking, hanging out. And uh, he's cheesing. He's over there cheesing and shit. He was always a happy dude, man. He always laughing, always cheesing, always cracking jokes. Uh, he was like, he was pretty skinny dude with a big hair, like I said. And uh, and I and I had a lot of love for that fool, man. And I remember, you know, that was one time where you know me and him was hanging out, a couple of other homies from Richmond, and uh, and I'm glad we got to capture that night. I'm glad we were able to uh, take some pictures. I want to say it might be Polaroid pictures. Or if they're not Polaroid pictures, let me check. I have the motherfuckers right here. If it's not Polaroid, it's like uh, like them ones that, you know, where you like the quick, the fast pics where you get developed. Yeah, no, this is not a Polaroid. The homie must have gave me these pictures. I don't know. I don't know how he gave them to me. But he um he took the pictures and he gave them to me. He developed got them developed and, and gave them to me. Um I got another picture of him here while I'm looking at my jailhouse photo album of pictures of me and my homies and shit when we were kids. Um we're at this park down the street from where my mom used to live and uh it was a trip because uh we were at this park and um this is at a time when energy drinks were pretty new. Um, shit. Was Red Bull out? I don't know if Red Bull was even out yet. I think maybe. But it was not as popular as fucking, you know, watered down as it is now. Energy drinks were not out there like that. So we were at this park around the way from my mom's house. Me, fucking Pelon, and a couple of other homies that I'm looking at. The homie Joe and shit chopped right here. We look like little kids. We over here drinking 40s and shit. But uh, we was like 17, 16. But uh, this dude comes. i never forget this shit. With, uh, he's like uh, giving out samples of the energy drink. And he has a truck. He's driving a truck that's wrapped with the logo and stuff for the energy drink. And he's looking for people to give it out. But what this motherfucker decides to do is he hits the park and sees us and he gives us damn near all the fucking drinks. He gave us all the drinks, man. He he had like a whole cooler in the back and he fucking let us. We filled up a shopping cart that was there that was left behind by some fucking bum. <laughs> we filled that motherfucker up and took it to my mom's house. I got a picture of that, too. Like a picture of us with pu- pushing the shopping cart. Oh, man. I I I I, rem- I remember that day, man. That that shit was hilarious, cause I I think I seen that shit in the store after that, but uh, it never made it big. That shit disappeared. I couldn't even tell you what the fuck the name was. That's how that's how much that shit didn't do nothing. But I'm here looking at my old photo albums um, from when I was in the pen, and uh, I have the picture of that night of uh, me and Pelon. I think I see a. Uh, it's funny. I was talking about CDs. The Machiavelli CD on the bed. Machiavelli CD on the bed. We're both wearing filas. 
this big head motherfucker is wearing a big ass shirt with like a thermo underneath and some Ben Davis. We got a couple cans. We got fucking Mickey's in the can. Some Budweiser's in the can. I see a fucking bong. I always have my little bong with me. Um, back then, we used to fucking smoke bongs, man. I used to be a cold weed fiend when I was young. Um, I just love weed a lot. I, I wish I could smoke weed now. It would probably fucking make things easier for me because I'd be getting all fucking... I'd be wound too tight sometimes and need to calm the fuck down. Um, maybe take a hit or two just at night to re- to relax my nerves. But yeah, the homie Pelon right here with me, man. It's funny because he used to keep his hair short, but he didn't. I don't know because he was half black, so his I don't know if his how his hair looked when it grew out. Maybe he had a fro, or it was I don't know if that shit was nappy or what. He kept it hella short, so but he never really did nothing with it. He didn't have that shit like lined up no special way or nothing. He just had that shit hella short. But the homie was always cheesing, always laughing, always smoking weed, always smoking weed. He was always down for whatever. He was a cool dude, man, and I miss that motherfucker, man. The homie Pelon, man. Uh, a lot of I got his name tattooed. Also, I got his name tatted on me on my right uh, arm. And uh, it's been a long time. Fuck, it's been. He died. What was it? March, two thousand. Shit. Twenty two years. Uh, damn. To think the homie would have been here with me, I know he would have been kicking it, man, chilling, doing. So- I know we probably would, we would have still been cool, man. Hopefully, he would have got had his shit together, man. Um, right now, I don't have too many homies my age that really got their shit together, that are are stay are, are stable in the mind, that uh, that are doing good for themselves, you know. Um, Sometimes that life lifestyle you're living, man, takes you down a path that you can't fucking get a, get out of. And uh, I don't know what ha- well, I caught my case in '98, um, and uh, I didn't keep in touch with Pelon at all. Um, I didn't really keep in touch with anybody when I got locked up. I mean, I didn't know how. I didn't know. I just was, you know, hearing things from people, from my people, you know, asking what's going on with this, what's going on with that. And they would tell me. Um, but, you know, I was young. I was young and I was caught up in in prison life. So I really wasn't tripping. Um, it wasn't bothering me. You know what I'm saying? I was tripping on my girl and my, and my kid and. And um, just what was going on around me, you know, I couldn't be focused. I couldn't be tripping, worried about what was going on in the streets. Um, I did lose some some friends. I lost my grandfather when I was locked up. Um, so, you know, that shit, you know, you, you miss out on a lot of stuff when you're locked up, man. And, and unfortunately, when the homie Pelon passed, man, I was locked up, man. And I heard, I heard some good stories about, you know, they, them celebrating his life when he passed and everybody getting together and having a nice party and hanging out and stuff like that. Um, so it, it's it's sad, but at the same time, man, um, damn, he died young. He died young, man. I just look at his picture and see his smile. He was always fucking smiling, man. Oh, alien head motherfucker, man. That was my dog, man. Um it wasn't like we hung out all the damn time and we were best friends and nothing like that. But he was the homie, man. He was a good dude, had a good head on his shoulders, man. Had a had a big heart. 
And uh, I knew he was down. I knew he was down, man. I don't know what he got into when I caught my case. Um, I don't know. I don't know. He was out here doing drugs and shit. If he was on meth or whatever the fuck, I I really don't know. I don't know what led to his to his uh, to his death. I don't know what what he was doing, kind of lifestyle he was living. Um, I don't know, man. But uh, I miss the homie, man. I I have his pictures here with me. Um, I keep his name alive, just like a lot of my other homies. I got his name tatted. You know, I won't forget him. I think I'm going to go over my tattoo that I have of his name because it's kind of old and faded. I think I might go over it and put it somewhere else a little bigger. Um, but Pelon, I miss you, dog. I love you, fool. Uh, I know you're looking down. I hope I made you proud, dog. We love you. We ain't never going to forget you. Never going to let your memory die as long as I'm alive, dog. Belong for life, you know, and uh, I'll see you when I get there, big dog. Y'all be easy.